Common Reprisor, Forze. Uh, I'm Ashley, and I'm here, as always, with your friend and mine, Molly. Hey, hi, it's me, Molly. We got Luke with us. Hello. Hello. Um, Luke, you're very sleepy, huh? A little sleepy right now. Not yeah, the least sleepy I've ever been. Yeah, you uh, you just you're live. Uh, one one day removed from your long extra life shift. How'd that go? It it went okay. It went okay. You okay. know, we raised uh like eleven hundred, twelve hundred dollars. So that's cool. Ooh, Ooh yeah, yeah, good job. Did, did a pretty decent job on that. Um, I ate some bad things. You did do that. Yeah, I did set up a thing where uh, people could donate money to make me eat bad food, um, and I did it. Bold of you to do. Did eat an entire spoonful of Marmite. Did you remove it from the pool after? Um, I I kind of just canceled the whole bad food experience not that long after. Okay, all right. Because I really couldn't deal with having to eat another spoonful of it. That's that's fair. How'd the wasabi go? The wasabi was like rough but tolerable. You yeah, know? yeah. I, I had a whole bunch of random foods that I would choose from to eat one spoonful of every time someone donated twenty bucks. Kind of thought people wouldn't donate as much as they did. I <laughs> that I threshold. fucking told you. <laughs> See, earlier I was like, I'm gonna do fifty. When I was talking about it with Chelsea, she's like, You're not gonna. No one's gonna pay that much. I'm like. You're right, I'll do 20. 30 or 35, it's probably the sweet spot. 20 is so little. <sighs> yeah. Wait, you know, it was for the it was for the children. It was for the kids. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. Um, I am, at this point, I think my main emotion about it is anger at the idea that anyone would p- try to pretend like Marmite is a good thing to put in your mouth. Okay, yeah. It's not, and... Um, if you like Marmite, you're there's something wrong with you. Okay, good I to know. I put you in a room with a Marmite liker. I'll kill them. <laughs> kind of why I want to put you in a room with them. <laughs> it's just um, it's not an acceptable thing that we put this in like the food aisle of the store. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know that I've ever seen it. So yeah, it's uh, it it. It, one of the worst things about it, it kind of looks like chocolate sauce, and God, it could not taste more different than that. Okay, so it's not Nutella is what you're saying. No. Imagine if you took, okay, if you had, like, really bad black coffee, and then you just poured an entire shaker of salt into it, and then also poured a little bit of jello to make it, like, more thick like almost like the consistency of like um like a pudding and that you're getting at it at what uh marmite the experience is like right? i'm sorry, sorry about your bad food experience yeah uh-huh <sighs> me too yeah yeah um have you done anything fun in the last week <laughs> anything well, good in the last two weeks most of that stream was fun i played some mario galaxy 2 good game like it it's fun to play uh what else uh, played a little bit more Hades, uh, got a couple more wins. I think I'm almost, like, at the end of the story with that. How so many wins cool. are you at? I think eight. Yeah, ten is the last one you need. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think uh, I There's, like, some post-story story uh, stuff you can do. I haven't finished it yet, though. Yeah. But yeah, I have not like played it very much. It goes on for a while. 
you can play that game for a while. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, well, I had the. Uh, why would you send a picture of Marmite smooth peanut butter? Why would you? Why would you make me see this? Rich in B vitamins, no added sugar. It is rich in B vitamins, and um, they they don't have to convince me. There's no added sugar in there. So it's that peanut butter. Never... It's yeah. peanut butter. Appar- yeah. Apparently, this kind is. It's not like not what I ate last night wasn't. This is Marmite mixed with peanut butter. I think. Okay. Yeah. People just have Marmite sandwiches. I, uh. <laughs> <laughs> what, I, I learned, what I continue to learn is that, you know, all of British crimes are horrible. Uh-huh. But their food crimes should also be punished. <laughs> is this a British no, thing? I, I guess I assumed so. it was Australian. It's one or the other. Yeah. It's, uh, it is both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, Molly, here's, here's a picture of what I ate le- yesterday. Ew. <laughs> yeah, it was originally made in the United Kingdom and then was ported over to Australia. Because, like, they ported over all of their prisoners. Uh, and Marmite and had saw... recently been arrested, so... Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they saw all the great food that the natives were making and were like, no, no, no. Yeah, no, you... It's, it is... Um... That's that spoonful of Marmite was one of the worst things that's ever happened to me. Living a pretty good life. Hey, uh, <laughs> <A>, yes. <laughs> B, I don't think you understand. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to myself. I'm not a fool. Yeah. Anyway. Anyhow. Yeah, no. So I had been playing Demon Souls, uh, you know, the past couple weeks and I kind of got my fill of that since I am going to play the new one and I don't want to just have to do the whole fucking thing twice. I played a pretty good chunk of the original. I get it. Um, but I had my PS3 out, so I decided I should go ahead and start uh, working on the Platinum Trophy for Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Yeah, I seen you posting about that. Is this a good thing or not? Metal Gear Rising <laughs> Revengeance is a good game. I think sometimes with a lot of games, when you start going for, like, the really hard challenges in them, it maybe sometimes reveals places where the design of them breaks down a little bit. Uh-huh. And for the most part, that's actually not the case with Revengeance, but every now and then it's been breaking a bit in a way that has made me frustrated, I'd say. Okay. Um, the issue I'm having right now is there's a fucking... The, like, fourth boss or Sundowner, um, he dies very quickly if you're, like, good enough at the game to be playing on the highest difficulty. Sure. Um, even on the highest difficulty, he's just not that hard. And he doesn't have much health. And um, you can actually kill him so quickly that you can't get an S rank on his fight because he dies before he can summon in, like mobs for you to fight and get points off of well that doesn't make any fucking sense no it doesn't does it no (laughs) it's uh it's not ideal but um i don't know for the most part that has been a fun time that game's very good when you're not uh trying to get a platinum trophy in it yeah i i there's just nothing I want a platinum trophy anymore. I I think I'm free. I think I just don't I, care. I generally have never cared about that, except for 
I've got them in like almost every Metal Gear, and I'm like, I may as well round it out. You know? Sure. I um I got close on Persona Five Royal, and then it would I think it would have required another playthrough. And I was like, I don't have that kind of time. I don't give a fuck. Why would I care that much? Yeah. Ashley, why are you doing this? I'm why? sorry. I went, the, I went to the Marmite Wikipedia page. I couldn't stop. Yeah, you're showing me some kind of like gourmet chocolate bar with Marmite. It says I... with a hint of Marmite indulgence. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> indulgence is not a word I would use to describe that. Although the rest of this says a perplexing treat that bewilders the taste buds. And that's a little more fair. <laughs> <laughs> I like that the chocolate is called very peculiar. I like That's that their funny branding to me. is this stuff tastes like dog shit, and we don't know why you keep eating it, but we'll keep making it if you do. This was made by like a sad man, a sad British man long ago. <laughs> Lord, yeah. Anyway, um, like if you're just playing through Revengeance, that game fucking rules. Is great. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because that was the first thing I did to, like, get enough, like, money to buy all the upgrades I needed for it. That sure. was a great time. Good fucking game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Having a good time with that. I also bought um, 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim. Okay. Haven't heard of this. Okay. It's the new Vanillaware game. They're the people that made what was Odin Sphere and um, fucking... What was the one they uh, made for 360? Uh, with, like, the... Like I, extremely, I, I, like, I want to say Dragon's Dogma, but Dragon's like Throne, Dragon's Crown, Dragon's Crown. Oh, yeah. big, the big yes. titty game. Yes, the big yeah, titty yeah, game. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then if you don't like the big titty game, don't worry, we have mid for you because you're obviously gay. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, that isn't really a thing in this one. Um, it's very weird because, like, from what I have like known of Onan Fear, Fear, and like fans of that, like. It doesn't really have that like look or aesthetic. Mm-hmm. It's definitely got a lot of that like hand painted anime, like animated look to it. Yeah, that's, but like that's in there. But like not like the big titty, like to a no. point where even I'm like, you can make it back a bit. <laughs> no, no. There's one character who's kind of like that, and that's it. At least so far. That game is wild. <laughs> I, I saw you say that, like, yeah, the game's called, like, 13 Sentinels, and it opens up with, like, the 15th Sentinel. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, okay, I've seen people playing this. I'm looking it up. Yeah. I, I've seen people posting about this. Yeah, people, some people are really liking it a lot. Some of my friends have liked it a lot, That I'm like, okay, I was kind of, I don't know about this, but I'll try it, because you're recommending it. Um, it is a game about 13, like, teenagers from different points in time who all get basically all end up time traveling to the 1980s where they have to fight off an alien invasion i think that's the plot at least it skips around a lot it is not told in order and there's so much time travel that like there's arguably not one order they could tell it in okay um so when you've confused luke you've done a lot (laughs) yeah and i'm Hey, that part of it, I'm into. There's a bit where, like, there's a story section set in, I think, 2025, and some things happen, and then a title card says, one year later, and it opens up on 1984. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, they do a good thing early on when they're introducing everybody, where, like, 
someone, you know, when you're like running around, like say a high school in a Persona game or something, they'll just be like background characters with incidental dialogue or whatever. Mm-hmm. They'll have that, and then like 15 minutes later, you'll be playing as the character who had the incidental dialogue. You know? Yeah. Uh, which that's a fun trick they pull a couple times. There's stuff in it where if I didn't, uh, pfft, there's stuff that has me like, ooh, I don't know how this is going to go. Like pretty early on, a character just openly said like, oh yeah, no, I'm non-binary basically. And it's the kind of thing where like when that happens in a game like this or a property like this, I'm like, oh, is this going to, how's this going to go? I wonder. Uh, and so far they kind of haven't shown up again since then. So I don't know, but sure. I don't know. It's, it's all right so far. It's weird, and that's all right. I mean, if they didn't mess it up immediately, that's a pretty good, pretty good record. They didn't mess it up immediately. <laughs> yeah, pretty good, pretty good so far. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, well, Ashley, have you done anything? Ashley. What? <laughs> what? Okay. (laughs) Are you you okay? Is everyone okay? Love you, Ashley. I literally cannot understand you. Yeah, I wonder if you understand how incomprehensible (laughs) this filter is making you sound. Okay, I'll stop. Like, the first time I just heard, I thought it was like your microphone or your computer fucking up or something. Yeah. I I just heard basically static that ended on the word despair. Alright, maybe I'll have to work that out later, but... Yeah, I had I had to download an app for that. I had to re-record. I had to pre-record audio. Like that's why you were fucking around so much before we started recording. <laughs> yeah, like kind of. No, so I actually did have a mic problems, but then I was like, oh, while all this is going on, I should record another one just in case. <laughs> God. Uh, but yeah, I've been playing a lot of virtual reality. Yeah, you, right. you got a VR from a friend. Yeah, it's fun. What kind of VR you got? Like an Oculus, uh... Oculus, like, Rift 1? Because they got... My friend got the second one, and they are like, I do not need this first one anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I would give it to my girlfriend, but I also got a gift of the Oculus Quest 2 for her as well, so... Does your your friend listen to this show? No, you can... Your friend's going up against the wall, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry! Yeah, first, they, they first round. Sorry, that is, that is simply too many virtual reality headsets. It's the thing that they are like into. Yeah, um, they work in tech, of course. I yeah, I mean that makes sense. But good God, yeah, no, I I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I want to have giving away VR headset money. Yeah, that'd be nice. I, I still had to pay for, like, a bit of it, but not as much as, like, I yeah. would if I bought this used. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I get you. 
Um, but yeah, no, I got uh, Half Life Alex. Oh, nice. Uh, which is really fun, and it's like there are like those moments where like you're like, oh shit, it's VR. Like VR works. <laughs> Sure. Because, like, you know, like, there's obviously, like, a lot of stuff where it breaks or, like, it doesn't kind of feel as good as it should. Yeah. yeah. But, like, the times that it works, it feels like some fucking magic is occurring. Right. And also, fighting headcrab zombies in virtual reality and headcrabs in virtual reality, terrifying. Sure. That makes sense. They're not great in, like, regular gaming, so. Yeah, and now that they are in, like, HD, <laughs> bad. Yeah, yeah. it's sense. good, but it's bad. Uh, I'm excited for you to, at some point, get around to trying that super hot VR. I, I already have that. I also oh, nice. That. Um, I'm not like I don't know why, but like I'm not like super super into it. I'm okay. not like super hot on it. Right. But uh, like you know, you do the thing where you shoot a dude and then you jump, you grab his gun in midair, and then you just, like use those two bullets to shoot at people. Yeah. Sorry, someone just knocked on our door. Oh. Chris is getting it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, like, and then I got Beat Saber and been pl- have been playing that as like my like a music game, and that's like a pretty easy thing to like be like, hey, here's the fucking virtuality. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It, I don't know. It's fun. Uh. Then just playing, you know, some other games, watch some movies, and I'm also working, which is also taking a bit. Of uh, all that stuff going on. Oh, that takes your time? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Wild. Huh. Uh, especially when I am doing overtime. Yeah. 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 It's uh, voluntary, so, at least, right? It is voluntary. Like, I okay. am, and I am doing it in a way like where I'm taking days off that I need. Like, you know, days off from overtime that I need. I'm only doing ones that I feel comfortable doing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, like, don't worry about that, but, like, also, it, like, I went from not doing anything for, like, multiple times a day, which sucked, to, like, now I am, like, getting up at, like, 7.30, going to work, right? Uh, working until 8 p.m., and then going home, and it's, you know, pitch blackout now. Yeah, that's that's a big swift. I fucking... Swift? Switch slash shift. I love I love the fucking vampire hours we got in Seattle right now. Yeah. I get up in the morning, I go to work, it's dark. I leave work, it's fucking dark. I don't ever have to see the sun if I don't want to. <laughs> fucking rules. Yeah, it gets dark real early right now, but like I'm up at like six and the sun's up by like six thirty. Yeah. Yeah, not for us. Yeah. Uh, I go outside and the sun machine's broken. <laughs> And then I go outside. I don't oh. think this bit's working like you think it's working. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Every like, time I go to this bit. Has that ever stopped me before? You just heard earlier how I played nonsense and thought it was very funny. <laughs> well, Luke thought it was very funny, too, for what it's worth. Yeah. <laughs> I was just confused. Uh, anything else, Ashley? Um, I don't know. I watched Night of the Living Dead. That's a good movie. Cool. Nice. Uh, Molly, what have you been doing? Uh, I've been playing uh, Genshin Impact, still having a good time with that. They are dropping a patch this week, so I've been kind of taking a taking some time off, just doing like a daily and then logging back out. I tried Genshin Impact and I got like to the end of the tutorial and I was like, I don't like this. 
it um it really starts going once you have multiple characters. Sure. Uh, like just yeah, the yeah, like I got I got to that part. Yeah, it, once you start doing like all the combo stuff, I think it's really good. But yeah, I get it. it's fine. You don't have to like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm having a good time with it still. Um, I am like. You have to log in on specific days right now to get specific uncap items for different weapons and stuff, and I'm bad at remembering to do that. So right now I'm just kind of chilling, and when it happens, it happens. Um, so you know, um, otherwise I've been playing Code Vein uh, the last uh, week or so, um, which everybody remembers everybody's favorite vampire Dark Souls anime. Right. It's okay. That game's pretty good. Yeah, uh, it seems fine not wild about it but it's a good time it's another i it it's not it's a lot faster than a dark souls but not in a bloodborne way right it's more in a way i don't like it seems like if you really really want to play a dark souls but you've already played all the dark souls it'll do yeah it's filling that gap for sure um i you can change your build at any time you don't have set stats Oh, like you can just swap into any class you want at any time. Um and like there's no weight. Well there is weight, it just isn't like per piece of you only have like three equipped items. Uh you mm-hmm. can have a first weapon, a second weapon, and then like a cape that you switch out. Um okay. and the cape determines what kind of backstabs you do. Uh and that's pretty cool and sometimes the backstabs are also cinematic, which is sick. Um but yeah, it's a it's a weird game. I I think I like it, uh, but it's taken me some time to get there. Those first three bosses I think are bad, uh, and then it kind of turns into a regular Dark Souls. <laughs> I don't want to like spoil it or anything. Um, sure. There is just an Anne Orlando. Okay. They just put it yeah, in there. I, I heard you and Chris losing it over that. They just they just put it in there and like. I, I mean, they know what people like. Right. <laughs> I heard gamers like this one, so... Yeah. Like, when you say there's an Ann Orlando, do you just mean, like, there's a big castle area with, like, lots of marble, or...? Yes. Okay, okay. Uh, and the lighting effects are kind sure. of that way, and... Like lots of, like, like God rays, and sunset, yes. that kind of thing. Yes, yeah. and all of the enemies are, like, knights and... Uh, but they're all girl knights, which is kind of, you know, more women guards and all that. A big big feminist <laughs> yeah, movement course. in Code Vein. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good. I, I'm having a good time. Um, I'll probably go back to playing it when we're done here. So, um, Fair enough. Yeah, so, you know. Anyway, uh, what else? You, y'all want to talk about um, Kamen Rider Forze? I could talk yeah, about sure. Kamen Rider Forze. Yeah, let's talk about Kamen Rider Forze. Um, this week we watched episodes 11 and 12. Um, did I look up the names of these episodes? Absolutely not. It doesn't have them listed on the actual files that I have here. So, uh, if you want names of the episodes, you're gonna have to talk to somebody else. (laughs) Um, but this one opens up with, uh, Yuki talking to a boy and telling him to fuck off. Because she's tired of his, of all of his fucking love notes that he keeps leaving her. Uh, because he's being a huge creep. Yeah. Is... The worst. He's real bad. He sucks ass. Uh, like, this might be the worst villain we've had. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Things you know what? the villain, we're like, yeah, they kind of have a point. This one, no, fuck him. And uh, the good news is, at the end of the uh, at the end of this, they're going to be like, nah, fuck him. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Taro is not there is no let's be friends here. There's, I'm just going to let him die, I think. I'm going to make friends with everybody, but I'll... But not you. No, we'll, but we'll, this guy. I, I do not see it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he is a big bug monster. That's his thing. Yes. We see that, and he's he's going to stalk Yuki. And that's the basis for this thing. Um. Anyway, uh, we cut back to the rabbit hutch where... Um, Gen is using the Forze suit to put a spooky light on Tomoko and scare Jake. Yes. It's very good. They're just having a good time. And Mew is just sitting there, like, drinking. She's like, yeah, this is what we're doing today. And Keiko's like, stop using Forze for this. Uh, and yeah. Gen's just like, okay, fine. It was fun, though. We're having a good time. And he, like, turns the thing off, and Jake is hiding on the other side of the room. And when he turns on the light, Gen turns around and scares him and makes him drop a barbell on his foot. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, he's like, ah, idiot. Yeah. Uh, loser. And then we got a new robot friend. It's it's a milkshake cup uh, that flaps around like a penguin. It yeah, rules. Milkshake. Yeah, it's the best. I love this friend. I I was talking to Molly. Like it's very funny to me how they just never explain why they're all McDonald's like you know yeah. fast food themes. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. he likes burgers. Like I said, they they talk about eating hamburgers every day in the theme song. It's right there. Yeah. Um, Kengo would actually much rather have like a hamburger themed thing going on, but he inherited the space theme thing from his dad, so he got space station from his dad. Guess I got to do space shit. Yeah. Um, Gen sees that uh, Kengo's working on a switch. Kengo says, "I'm not done with that," and Gen says, "Yeah, you are. I'm taking it. Bye." Um, <laughs> they go to they talk about going to a ramen restaurant, and Mew's like, "What's ramen?" Uh, and Jake says, "How rich are you exactly?" <laughs> Uh, I feel like no matter how rich you are in Japan, like you, you should. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. just imagining the American version of this where, like, she's like, okay, now hold on. Before we go, can you explain to me what is a hammed burger? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, while she's holding the hamburger yes. toy and, like, right. what is this? Um, wait, wait, you're telling me that Burger Meal is based on a food? Is yeah, this I thought food? Was a weird robot. Wait, the Frybot, too? <laughs> they just take her to McDonald's like, oh, they made food based on our robot. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Um Now I do just want an episode where Mew goes to McDonald's. That would be a fucking incredible episode. <laughs> Down at a table well there is you know what? That's not even food. that's not even fair, because she did go to McDonald's in a different episode and bring it that's back to the true. rabbit hutch. That's true. She did go to McDonald's well, already. Not McDonald's. She went to no. uh like so, burger time. Burger or time or whatever. Yeah. What the fuck ever. Anyway, Gen says, if tears make your youth salty, then ramen makes it soy flavored. And everybody says, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Are you good, bro? Um, They try to get Kango to go with them to the uh, ramen pl- restaurant. And Kango says, listen, I'm not in the Kamen Rider Club. Are you still going on about that? And Gen says, you're being a bad friend, dude. And Kango says, I'm not your friend. And Gen grabs his suitcase and leaves. And Kegel's like, fuck you. I don't even want to go. I'm going to sit here in my space station. Um, But when he's leaving, he's like, geez, that guy. And then he stares at Gentro's ass on the way out, probably. <laughs> Damn. Um, Anyway, Yuki is trying to come back to the rabbit hutch, but Mr. Osugi follows her um, and sees her about to go into like this uh, 
partitioned off room, the the forbidden room that they go into to get into the yeah. space station. Uh, and he goes in there, and they're about to leave the locker, and as they're, like, slowly opening the door, they see that um, Mr. Ozuki said, they're like, oh, fuck. And Yuki is, like, telling them, hey, don't open the door yet, don't open the door yet. Um, and they have to distract him. So she tells him um, that the um, locker used to belong to Miss Sonata, and that it is cursed, and that he shouldn't go in there or look at it. And he's like, well... I've been cursed my life so far, so a little bit more would be fine, I guess. Uh, and then he tries to go in the locker. Ah, my life's already cursed, it's fine. I have to deal with you every day, so. Well, because he has a, like, a fan, a, the saddest fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) Of a fully dressed Miss Sonata throwing her jacket into a locker. Yeah. It's fucking incredible. I, this dude is like also like way creepier than he probably than he should be. Uh huh. But like compared to like the main villain of this episode, it's like oh he's fine. Yes. Right. Until you like actually think about it. <laughs> yeah, the fact that they had to make like the way in which he's being a creep G rated makes it much weirder. I think it's funny. Yeah. It is weird. I'll give you that. He is kind of a creep, but it's. Unfortunately, he cannot be a creep because of this. This is a show for children, right? I yes, but like also the, like the amount they make the other dude such a creep. <laughs> yeah, but he's not like talking about these girls naked or anything. He's just a yeah, fucking gross like, man. Them off a cliff. Yeah, yeah, just normal shit. It, it feels weird that we were talking about like, hey, like this isn't a show you could do in America, like the plot right. lines, because like. The last one was about, like, bombing, like, basically, like, destroying a school. Yeah. And this one is, like, oh, yes, I am, like, an incel who is going to kidnap all of these women and kill them. Yep. Uh-huh. Just yeah. That. Yeah. Um, anyway, Shun walks in, and he's like, oh, hey, Mr. Sugi, Miss Sonata was looking for you. And he's like, oh, she was? Oh. She was? You promise? And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, she wants to talk to you. And he's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he's like, oh, shit, okay, uh, listen, I feel really bad that you had to do this errand for me, and he's like, listen, don't worry about it, just don't come back in here, okay? Uh, and he's like, alright, 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 I'm leaving. Um, because, uh, I forgot, if I was too focused on talking about creeps to, uh, say that, like, oh, Yuki said that, like, oh, yeah, she, she wants this destroyed because it's cursed. Yes. Um... But then they open the locker door and everybody's all squished up and they're like, it's a fucking cartoon because this show yeah, is amazing. It's, <laughs> it's the best. Womp, womp. Uh, <laughs> but they all um, they all split up and Gen and Yuki are leaving and they're talking about our, how... Yes. The OP of this uh, episode is based on the movie that is coming. Oh, out. yes. There is... I forgot that they cut in movie footage to the OP on this one. Because yeah. I just remember, like, seeing it, and I'm like, wait, that's not the fucking dude. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, not our guy. Like, and then I was like, oh, I know that Julie likes this boy, so. Yes. <laughs> yes, that is that is Kamen Rider O's. Um, yeah, we're uh, uh, at the end of episode, f- uh, so not next week, but the week after, we'll be watching that first movie. Gotcha. Anyway, um... Creepy boy turns into the monster uh, and 
follows Gen and Yuki down to the space station uh, or the the space museum. Um, Gen and Yuki are just talking about like, hey, you wanted to, you know, you you achieved your dream. You visited space, and Yuki's like, well, no, I got to do it like on a rocket. Like if I if yeah. I don't go to the moon like by myself, it doesn't count. I don't want to. I don't want to cheat. I don't want no clip hacks. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go there by myself. I want I want the glitchless record, not the, the any. Percent. Yeah, not the any percent. Uh, uh, I think like, this is also where we get some backstory about the principal and how he's like an astronaut or something. Yeah, shit. former astronaut. He's turned professor. He has a book. Um, he's obviously the guy that killed Kingo's dad. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. So. Uh, Yuki explains that the school is actually she picked the school because he's the principal and he's in charge of it um, because it's supposed to like it is specifically a school for like aspiring astronauts not all uh, aspiring astronauts but you know it has it has special I bet you it has just like AP courses about space or something it is funny to me that the astronomy club has nobody in it given that that's the case well it's because that guy's such a creep (laughs) that's true yeah they're He's like, in charge like, of it. And everybody's probably... like, "I'm good." Go ahead. No, I, I already said my thing. Go ahead. Okay, you cut out for a bit, so I thought you were. Oh stopping. no. Uh, it's very funny to me that like, like I mean, sorry. Okay. Yeah, there are probably like tons of other clubs that are like, "Oh yes, this is the Space Appreciation Club," and the... oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like just and like the teachers are like, "We get it." We... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His dad is one of the people who, you know, his dad's bought the fucking, uh, you know, track and field section of right. the school. So, right, we got. He paid for the gymnasium. Yeah, I, I did. the The monster kid does suck very badly, but I did like early on when Yuki's like, "Listen, because you suck so bad, you've been scaring off every other member of the club. Look," and he just has like a little like dream sequence or like flashback to. He is not scared off anybody. No one else just comes in here and he just spends all day just like making puppets. Just chilling. Yeah. Yeah. Like the puppets is very cute and then it becomes uncute later. Yep. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, but he uh he tracks down Gen and Yuki as they're leaving the museum. Uh this is this is the Pixis constellation, and he can track anything with his with his weird horns. Um and Gen's it's like, like Is it like a like constellation that like people use for like direction. That would make sense. I'd that would that. that would require me to look up the Pixis constellation. Let's just assume it's the case because that would make sense. Yeah, that's true. Uh, anyway, so um, he untransforms after finding them, and Gen is like, "Oh, gross, yuck!" Uh, and his when they zoom in on him, his glasses do do the flash thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, but they're like, dude, you're a Zodiart? Why did you do that? And he's like, oh, yeah, I've enhanced my abilities with the switches. I'm so cool now. And they're like, what if you just leave me alone forever, actually? Like, what if what if not this? And then he shows her his future diary, where he's written down all the stuff that he and Yuki are going to do together. Um, because he's a fucking creep. Yeah, yeah. Yikes. Weirdo! Not good! Um, and... Yuki is eventually again. You gotta, you gotta kill this guy for me. He's scaring me now. Like I don't, I don't like this guy. Um, and then he uh, switches back into the bug and is gonna fight Gen. Um, and uh, Gen turns into Forze, and he's like, "All right, fine. If you want to fight, we'll fucking fight, idiot." Um, <laughs> so they go at it for a little bit. Um, but he's got like 
manipulation powers. Does that even come up in this part yet, or does he just yeah, get he, like burned? Yeah. Pulls like that SUV in the right, way of yes. the, the fireball. Yeah, and he's going to get shot. I looked away for a second and then looked back and just saw that uh, Forze had accidentally like shot a big fireball at a van. And I didn't understand that it was unoccupied. I'm like, did he just fucking kill somebody? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, but Yuki calls Kengo and is like, hey, there's a Zodiac. We need you. Um, and Kengo's like, oh, okay, I'll come out of the rabbit hutch now. But the door is gone. Yes. Um, and he's like, ah, beans, ah. You're like, ah, shit. Um, so, um, they uh, they go back to the school, and sure enough, the locker is gone. Um, because they had not considered that by saying you need to destroy this locker, somebody would actually destroy this locker. Uh-huh. I, I I get it because like it was something she came with on the fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but also, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, Ken goes like, okay, guys, you have to find that specific locker. So we get a quick little um, like thing where we see everybody talking to different people at the school, asking like, hey, have you seen this old beat up locker? Um, Tomoko has her iPad out. She's searching on her iPad for the locker um, <laughs> just in case it got digitized. Um, You're right. It's the slight thing. She has, like, all of her searching is just through iPad. It's just through iPad. It's the best. I love her so much. <laughs> Um, but Gen and, um, Gen and Yuki run into Miss Sonata, and she's like, are you two okay? Like, are you good? Where's, uh, where's Kango? Is he sick again? And they're like, uh, yes, in, like, the least cool way they possibly can. Um, but she's like, yeah, it sucks that he's so fragile, but he has gotten a lot more outgoing since he's gotten to know you, uh, Gen. And she's like, okay, I'm gonna leave now. Um, they go to Mr. Osugi, and he says that he had waste management. Come pick up that locker. And uh, they ask him, well, do you know which company it was? And he's like, I don't know. I just saw the truck driving by. Um, Why would you? And he's like, I didn't I didn't catch the name. In also the most cool way possible. Yeah. <laughs> he's so fucking obvious, but they don't pick up on it because, you know, we have another episode of this to do. Yeah. Um, but... They all meet up in a classroom, and they can't find anybody who saw the the waste disposal truck. Tomoko can't figure out which company it might have been. It's not going great. Uh, And they get a call from Kango, and Kango's like, Hey, did you guys find the fucking locker yet? Because I'm tired of being locked on the moon. Um, Because I I am, in fact, stuck in space. Yes. Uh, And Mew's like, Hey, what... Why does it have to be that locker? And Kango explains that last year on his birthday, he got a package and he always went to that like empty club room uh, to just chill out. Uh, and he opened the package in there and it had a switch in it um, and a note that said, this switch will open a new door for you. Learn the truth about your fate. Uh, the password is Forze. And he's like, what the fuck? Um, and Yuki... Uh, in this flashback is like spying on him through the door and like sees him go in there and he like activates the switch and then throws it in the locker as she walks in to try and hide it. Yeah. Um, and she's like, Hey, aren't you that dead guy's son? Could you tell me about him at all, baby? <laughs> yeah. yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Not the most tactful. Person. No, but she's just excited. Um, but the she locker, that he was like an authority on civilizations. Uh, beyond Earth. Yeah, he was the ancient aliens guy. Yeah. Um, 
but the locker behind them starts glowing. That's such a funny way to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, he was just an expert on space. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but that's how they found the rabbit hutch because it activated the locker. Um, I don't know why it has to be this locker specifically. I think it's just because he threw the switch in it and then yeah, the switch yeah, did its yeah. thing. Um, I, I thought the intent for most of this that the thing was going to be that um, like the whole purpose, like that they were going to recreate the locker, but like in a different place. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Or I thought it might be that like, ah, uh, Kengo, the magic was inside you all along. You never needed the locker. That you can just go thing. to space whenever you want. You can just yeah, open yeah, space yeah. portals, Kengo. No, magic's not real, guys, remember? Right. Oh, yeah. Right. You guys forgot. We just did that. It was a week ago or so. so yeah. Wait, but, but magic also was real. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, her magic Kango, was amplified because... Uh, Kango proved that magic's not real last week. Oh, okay. All right. Come yeah, on. no, it, it's just that her belief in magic was real. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. Anyway... <laughs> Kango's like, so that's why uh, I, um, I'm i doing all this. And then Gana's like, okay, we're going to find the locker. Don't even worry about it. Just give us some time. Um, and he like hangs up and he's like, damn, it sucks being alone up in space. Uh, and Yuki, very seriously, walking away is like, don't worry. I'm going to take care of this. Um, and then slams the door and everybody's like, uh-oh. Well, that's not a good sign. Yeah, like, uh, she's probably going to do something real dumb. Yeah. But Kango, like, walks outside and into, like, the main area. He's like, was it always so quiet in here? Like, Dad dad was in here by himself all the time? How did he do that? Um, but we come back to Yuki asking the creepy man, because his dowsing horns can find anything, um, to help her find the locker. Um, and he's like, okay, fine, I'll, uh, I'll do it. But you have to become mine, and you can't talk to them anymore. Uh, and she's like... Okay, fine, because Kengo might die unless we do this. So, yeah. I guess I will do that. Um, so, sure enough, they do it and they go find the locker. Um, and instead of being cool, uh, the creepy guy just starts uh, hitting the locker, knocking it over, telling Yuki that she's trash. He doesn't even want anything to do with her anymore. He just wants to see her He's cry like, now. Now. Like, now you're just a slut because you're hanging out with this dude. With another yeah. boy. Yeah. Um, but eventually Gen shows up on the motorcycle, um, and, uh, he reveals that, yeah, you were being weird, so I had the hamburger keep an eye on you, uh, because you don't usually just walk out of places very seriously like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, quick fighting, um, Kengo gets on the camera, sees the locker, he's like, oh, thank goodness, we can get that back, no problem. Um, Gen tries to use the rocket to attack, um... The, bu- the Pixis, um, and he gets redirected uh, by his special powers. It's magnets or something, I don't fucking know. Well, yeah, because not only can he find anything, he can also redirect anything. And also, his he says his power is manipulation, uh, because yeah. he's a fucking little creep. Yup. Yeah. Um, so Gen puts on the radar and the launcher, and is like, yeah, fuck you, I'm gonna blow you up with missiles, idiot. Um... Not realizing that he will simply redirect the missiles at the locker, and sure enough, it fucking explodes, and now Kango's trapped in space forever. Yep. Ah, uh, B. End of it. the show. Yep, that's it. Um, so Kango's like, "Oh shit, I'm stuck in space now." 
uh, and then we zoom out. It's a very funny zoom out uh, because the por- the proportions of the shot are all fucked up uh-huh. uh, of the window yeah. shot, but it's very good. Yeah. Um, and then we go to the next one. Uh, hang on, let me get to the part where it starts the next one. Uh, where we're at the wreckage of the locker. Everybody's looking at it, and Gen realizes, oh, I should put the fire out, probably. There's a big fire. I should probably take care of that. <laughs> Luckily, I've got a firefighter outfit. Yeah, fortunately, I have a cool firefighter outfit. I, I thought for a bit that they were going to he was going to like put more fire on it. Like, wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> he is Look smart enough to not do that. I love Gen. He is very yeah. stupid, but not that stupid. Um <laughs> but Kango starts having um what I would call a minor panic attack. Uh yeah. 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 Um a little one. Just a small one. Um creepy guy gets away. Um and Kango starts screaming at everybody, like, do you think this is a fucking joke? Like, I'm stuck in here, man. Um, yeah, this is when they try to, like, get him by, like, launching into space, right? Yeah, Gen goes, and he tries to launch himself into space with the with the motorcycle powerizer like he did in, like, the first couple episodes. Yeah. Um, and he gets, he gets in space and then falls back to Earth because, you know, he, he can't I- ride a motorcycle to space. I still think that if he used the Rocky, he probably could have made it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I did, didn't use the rocket on that one. No, he didn't use the rocket on that one. Um, I, I I was talking to Molly about this, and, like, I'm totally fine because, like, it they're doing the story that they want to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, it's a good story, but, like, I couldn't help myself from thinking, wait, what if he just used the <laughs> I did forget that was an option. Um, Kango starts screaming again, like, do you think this is a fucking joke? Like, obviously, Forze can't just go to the moon. Like, what good is the club if you guys can't even get me out of here? Um, and then Sean is like, well, we'll just let him die. That'll be... <laughs> <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just let him go. Um, Kango turns off the gravity in the rabbit hutch and takes down the flag. He's all mad. Yeah. He's like, ah, what, what use are you guys? You're nothing. Yeah, and he's yelling that you gotta get me out of here. Uh, and they're like, man, this is a predicament, isn't it? Um, it's a real predicament, and you know what? Your tone—it's not helping. Not you know? helping. Think we're gonna yeah. think we're gonna we're, chill. We're doing our best, you know. Maybe you need to uh, relax a little. Yeah. Um. But Jake calls again, and it's like, "Hey, girls around school are going missing. I think maybe we should look into this." Um, that seems like it should have been more of a thing. <laughs> That's what well, else should have brought that up. <laughs> I think it just started happening. Yeah. Uh, while they were doing the um the launch again into space strategy. Yeah, I think that's the only way that that timeline makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but Kango continues to throw it, his it's fit. It's kind of funny when we see like the like other teachers later and they're like, "Oh, nothing happened today." <laughs> <laughs> they're just chilling, you know. Um, but Kango's, like, walking around the space station, he's like, Dad, how did you do this by yourself? I'm so fucking scared, dude. I don't want to die in space. This sucks. Yeah, um, yeah he's, he's getting real He's scared. sad. this was gonna be, he keeps hammering on, like, Oh, Dad, you did this all by yourself, and I, oh, how? And I did think he was gonna find, like, a photo of his dad with all his old, like, friends or something, and realized, oh, he didn't do it alone. But no, yeah. I just did it alone. No, his dad, his dad, well, his dad didn't do it alone. We sure. we know this as canon. Right. Uh, but yeah. I don't know if Kango knows the whole story there. Uh, right. yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, and we find in the astronomy club room, 
um, like a board with all of the girls. Yeah, it's uh, like plastered turn, on if it. If we turn this board around, we find a serial killer den. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and they like look at his future diary he left behind, where he wrote, "Yeah, I think my what I'm gonna do is get them all on a bus and then drive the bus off a fucking cliff, uh, and kill everyone. I think that's what I'm gonna and, do." And the way he says it is like, he's like, "Oh, all my stars will be, soon become falling stars." Yeah. You little weirdo! <laughs> you fucking weirdo! Yeah. Meanwhile, Yuki is pleading with Mr. Osugi to please let her talk to the principal. Um, and he's like, uh, no. And then Miss Sonata walks in, and then she's like, oh, you want to talk to the principal? A, yeah, he makes a whole big thing like, listen, no one can talk to uh, the principal. Like, you know, Nobody. that is, it's for, no one will ever, you think you could just come in, uh, and do this and then like the on a Wednesday. Yeah. Uh Miss S comes in. It's like, oh yeah, I'll let you in. Yeah, do you want to go talk to the principal? We'll go talk to the principal. We'll see if you guys any time. And Mr. Sugi's like, Ugh! Um, but sure enough, he does have time. And she introduces herself. She says, I'm a I'm a junior with class B, and he says, Were you aware that space is filled with cycles of death and rebirth? <laughs> I love that he even in like his, uh, you know, secret identity, he can't stop doing villain monologue. No! Well, she replies, the moment a new galaxy is born, an old one vanishes. Um, because it's, like, on the first page of the book he wrote, and sure enough, she, like, yeah, walks it, up and picks it off his him. desk. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, that's from your book, dog, I read it. And he's like, oh, like, oh, she, really? He, she, like, baits him into, like, another part where he's like, oh, yeah, I've been reading it for light years. And he's like, well, actually... He tries to, like, well, actually her, like... Yeah. Right. Light years are, you know, a measure of distance, not time, and then, like, she, like, finishes the quote that he's Yeah, doing. and certainly not yeah. a measure of quantity, yeah. And he's like, oh, shit, you are... Oh, shit, you freak. did read it! Damn! Um, he's like, so what, uh, what brings you to my office? And then she, like, drops to the ground, and is like, you gotta send a manned mission to space right now! <laughs> you gotta go to the moon! There's so many yeah. stuff like, there! She does the full on, like, you know, on her knees, like, head down. Yeah. Yeah. Begging. Yes. The teacher that brought her in here is just like, uh. Yeah, Miss Sonata's like, oh, I didn't know that this was going to happen. Um, but then Miu, who can go anywhere she wants at any time, just walks in and says, hey, listen, I'm really sorry. She has a bet going on uh, right now that um, she, she just really wants a uh, man on the moon. She wants, you know, space to be a thing. Yeah. So. I love. The alternate universe that this show exists in where people care about going to space. <laughs> I know. I know. Well. Um, but uh, they... If I, you... if I have nothing else on this season, I am here to be a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> so Mew drags um, Yuki out and the principal is like, Miss Sonata, you have some fascinating students. Um, and she's like, yeah, I'm following you. Yes, sir, I'm following your agenda. Uh, while the creepy music plays. Yeah, they're kind of trying to play it like, oh, is she the Scorpio? Yeah. Oh. Um, but she smiles and leaves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when she leaves, his eyes flash red, so... Yeah. Who fucking knows? Anyway. Uh, you. Yeah, I do know. <laughs> I do know. It's uh, so yeah. true. Um, he, he smoked some weed, and so his eyes turned red. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what weed does. 
<laughs> That's why no the students can't see him ever. Because <laughs> he's, he's just fucking smoking, smoking all the time. He just is constantly hotboxing it. Yeah. Uh, um. So we see Gen and the other boys running down the alleyway, and they get interrupted by Scorpio. Um. And Scorpio's like, I won't let you interrupt Pix's plan. Um. Which it's specifically talking about, like, uh, yes, he must kidnap and kill those girls. Yes. <laughs> Um, Gen gets ready to do the belt, um, but we see Mew dragging Yuki outside, and Mew's like, you can't, like, tell people about the rabbit hutch. I know Kengo is up there, but, like, that'll create so many more problems. And Yuki's like, well, what am I supposed to do? Let him die? And then Mew's like, oh, right, you have feelings. Right. Yes, Uh, Yes, feelings, feelings. Um, Things people have. But she does, like, she is clenching her fists against her skirt and all that, and then she goes and gives Yuki a hug. It's nice. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, I think this is also Mew realizing that uh, Yuki has feelings for Kingo, probably. Maybe. Oh, uh, sure. I don't even know if that's the case. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I could see reading it that way, though. Or at least in my upcoming uh, fic of the two of them, and she wonders, like, but will she look me? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Yuki is space sexual. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yuki does not have an eye for any human being. She has an eye for oh. the sun. Was she fucking alien? Uh, find out in a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mew starts stomping off, and Yuki's like, "Are you good?" Uh, and Mew's like, "No, I'm not good." <laughs> uh, I cannot control my body at the moment. Yeah, and Yuki's like, like "Well, that her. sucks." Um, yeah. So we have a little bit more of uh, Gen fighting Scorpion. Um, and eventually he starts shooting her with fire. Uh, it is weird that, like, oh, you suck because, like, Yuki, you suck because you're hanging out with, like, Gen. And he's this gross boy. Yeah. But you, you are hanging out with Gen, but you're cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it doesn't matter because, like, <laughs> he's a creep who just wants to control women. Yes. Like, and I think... Yes, literally. And his thing is, like, uh, I think he was focused on Yuki for a really long time in a way he wasn't with Mew, probably. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, you know, set him over the edge. Big air quotes yeah, around all that. Yuki has but... rejected him enough that yes. he is, like, feels personally when, like, everyone else is just the idea of a woman. Yes. Right, right. Um. Yeah. But he's loading all these girls onto a bus, and he's on the bus, and uh, he sets it to go, uh, and they're going to take a trip. Um, and Yuki goes and he, looks at the front of the bus, and nobody's driving, and she's like, oh, this fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he is, like, going in and out of transforming between, you know, between human and bug form. Yeah, much more than anybody else. Yeah. They're, they're basically just doing it so that he can get to last one quick. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> well, like, not quick, but, like, without a lot of fighting, because, like, the two times he fights. Yeah. Uh, he is basically treated as a joke, which I actually kind of thought was like, yeah, it's, eh, it's good. I, I didn't like it. Wh- why? I, d- I just thought like, like, man, like you have this dude like being a like really big creepy threat. And then like, like, oh, boink, you know, like, oh, basically like fingers to the eyes. And <laughs> I don't know I if it's am... quite that bad. Yeah, I am kind of I, I sort of see both sides of that because. On one hand, I do think those scenes are funny. <laughs> All right. Well, never mind then. I'll just go. I'll yeah, no, mean. No, no, yeah. <laughs> I guess I just need to be nicer to people because. 
Yeah, I know. I was gonna say, like, I think it's funny when he just clowns on him. Um, but like, especially at the end when it's like, oh, we're all fighting together to defeat this guy, and we need you too, Kengo. It's like, yeah, but also he's sort of a joke, and it doesn't really seem like you have to work all that hard. Just kick him. Just kick him harder. You're doing fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah it. Uh. And also, like, he has stopped using any of his power, so like, uh, like anything that Kengo was doing, it's just like, oh, yeah, it's fine now. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and I also like. Or not Kingo, but Gen. Yeah, I definitely. I I think it'd be fine too if it's just like, yeah, you can beat me up all you want. It's not going to stop the bus from going over a cliff. So who cares, idiot? That is kind of what it is, also. Yeah, yeah. I I would just all if they that was like what they're going for. I would appreciate if they like made that more of a thing. Sure. I don't know. I liked it. Well, I mean, it is kind of a thing because when he's beating him up, they are like trying to stop the bus. And Mew tries right. to stop the bus, and he says, you can't stop the bus. I have the bus going, because I have the powers. Yeah, I guess I just would appreciate he said that to Ken. He did say that to Ken. Did he? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I also, just throughout the entire episode, I started, like, I started feeling really anxious, because I just, I don't like Kingo as much as a character as you do, and so I'm, like, watching this, I'm like, oh, I should probably be feeling more emotion here. <laughs> Oh no, am I going back to not liking this? Uh, yeah. I always I, feel I, anxious recording these episodes because I feel incredible tension between Molly here to talk about like a show she loves and actually being like, eh, on it. And just feeling the, the tension of like neither one of you wanting to be mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, what's important is that we're all friends and we're all fighting together for the same cause. That's true. <laughs> and that causes us to record a decent podcast. <laughs> we do our best. It's a here. real solid seven out of ten. I think it's better than that, but you know. <laughs> uh anyway. Luke is the shin where it's like, well, he's already dying, so like <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it the best of what we can do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, what uh but buses. Oh right, yeah, he shows up on the motorcycle and has a grappling hook moment. That's cool. Yeah, he does the grappling hook on him and like rips him out of the bus. Pretty um, cool move. It's pretty good. I uh, like to see it. He grabs. He like turns the rocket on his other arm and just yanks him out of the bus. Yeah. Um, and you know starts fighting him. Uh, Yuki and Kengo are talking. Um, and Kengo, uh, Yuki is like, "How are you holding up?" And he's like, "Does it matter?" Like, you know. This is all this, and she explains, yes, it matters, because I'm worried about you, idiot. Like, Gen might not be doing something for you right at this moment, but he's literally doing what you asked him to do beforehand by stopping the Zodiacs. Like, that is literally everything you want him to do. Yeah. Like, just straight up tells him, like, listen, I understand that you're in a bad situation right now, and you're panicking. You're also being a little bit of a dick, because Gen goes out and, like, risks his life every week. Because he wants to help you, and you show him no appreciation at all. Yeah. Um, and we see Tomoko looking at the old locker uh, in the, um, the the dump it's at, and as the bus is about to go over the bridge, Shen shows up and pushes it and stops it with the power dizer. Yeah. Um, yeah. This this is the point where this episode's, like, singing for me. I like yeah. this a lot. It's good as hell. Yeah. Um, it's so like Shen... very, like, basic, just, like, superhero stuff, but it's, like good at it you know? yeah and everyone as a team you know yeah. it, it all works together really good and sean's like hey right. looks like i made it on yeah. time 
I'm like cross cutting between that and Yuki like monologuing about how like everyone on the common writer team like cares. Yeah, and they're yeah, doing yeah, their best. You're seeing it. Oh. Yeah. I love these kids. Yeah. Uh and she says, yeah, like, you know. Okay. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Be nice. This is good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> Ashley, I love you. <laughs> I want you to know now that I'm I love being a huge, much. huge dick. <laughs> no, this is very good. I didn't this this uh, this was all like this was when I was like, oh okay, wait, no, yeah. I I shouldn't be anxious. I do actually like the show still. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he, you know, Kango starts like walking out of the room that he was talking to Yuki in, um, and he turns around and he like jokes like, yeah, I guess if my dad knew I was freaking out in here, he'd probably laugh at me, huh? Um, and so, uh, we get, um, Yuki bringing him back to, um, Gen, uh, and Kango's like, hey, use the, um, the new stealth switch that you stole from me without me finishing it. Uh, and combine it with the electric one, and he just kind of beats the shit out of uh, yeah. the out of the creepy boy because uh, he's trying to do the he's not even trying to do the manipulation stuff, but like you know he's swinging his arms around because he's got knives on him, uh, and then Gen immediately after doing the self thing cuts off the, one of the fucking knives on his arm, and he's yeah. like, hey, what the fuck? He's like, hey, I was using that. Yeah, this is part of like the big montage where the whole team is working together. It shows. Tomoko at the dump looking at the, the destroyed locker. Yeah. And I... Where it ends up going probably makes more sense. Yes. But Were you hoping I, she was going to magic it back together? Well, so that was my first instinct. I was like, wow, well, she's not going to magic it back together. What if she just reached into her, like, backpack and got, like, a welding mask out and just welded <laughs> it? <laughs> that would be fucking incredible is what it would be. I would have liked it a lot. <laughs> Yeah, it's not quite that level of cartoon. Not quite that level of cartoon. Yeah. I, I, it would be very funny if, like, just every, like, couple episodes, like, uh, Tomoko's like, oh, yeah, like, I'm into this. I, oh, this is also a thing I do. Right, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Like, uh, okay. Um, like, useful, but no. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gen beats the monster, uh, undoes the switch, um, and then in the distance is the bridge. Um, and he kind of like looks over his shoulder and we see like a shot of, um, the creepy boy waking up and he like runs off the bus. He's like, Hey, sorry, everybody. Um, and we cut just back to, joke. it was just a joke. It was just a joke. I didn't mean it. Um, and then we cut back to Gen and he's like all the way far away enough. And he's like, I think I'll just let them kill him. I think I'll just let these girls murder this boy. I think that'll be fine. Hey, Kango, I beat the monster. <laughs> You don't gotta befriend an asshole if he's not alive. That's right. Yeah. Um. But uh, and but Kingo is gone, and everyone's like, "Oh, did something happen to him?" Yeah, they're trying to reach he... him. Yeah. And um, Th- it... this part, this was like the like ah yeah, this yeah, is this, yeah. this is terrific. He goes and he plants the common rider flag out on the moon, and he's saying like, "Hey, Dad, did you see this? I finally got to make some friends. Like, who feel uh, the same way you did?" Uh, yeah. Uh, He's like, this is their flag. I start crying, because it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about this episode. I was worried, because I was like, oh, I don't remember these. I hope they're still good. Uh, and I don't, I don't, This is the part that got me crying, although it did have me very like, oh. Yeah. It, the, the, the tears came a little, in a couple minutes here. Okay. Um, but Kango's like on his knees. He's like, I want to go back to Earth. And then 
uh, he's like, to where my friends are waiting for me. Um, and then we hear Gan, and he's like, well, then let's fucking go home, Kango. Uh, and Kango's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Where'd that come from? And yeah. sure enough, Gan is there. He's bouncing on the moon. It's um, like, oh, yeah, I just I used the rocket. I forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Kango's like, it can't be. And Gan's like, sure as hell can. I'm right here, bud. Um, the locker uh, Makasi blew up was not the real locker. We see Tomoko was inspecting it, and she says, the protective I, charm I drew on it is not yes. here. Uh, it would have been extremely funny if Kango was like, ah, oh, shit, I'm dead, and you're here, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Tomoko says the protective charm wasn't on it. Uh, they figured out that Mr. Osugi switched the locker with a different old locker, and he had brought it into a different room uh, to, so like, look in it? it? Yeah, to jerk off in it, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, and then they went they, back in there. They and... basically do the PG version of him yes. jerking off into it. Um, but you then... Should, that dude should probably get, a, like, a check-in with HR. <laughs> Actually, I'm just curious. What would you say is the PG version of jerking off? <laughs> Smelling the locker of the person you're interested in? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. this is creepy, but like, right? It's not full on Shijian end of Ava creepy. God, yeah, okay. <laughs> Just he like smells locker and goes, "I'm so fucked up." Snap. <laughs> <laughs> um. So uh, we see that Tomoko took it back, and Kango says, "You guys are all really impressive. You're you're my friends." Uh, That's the part that got me. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really good. And Kango, and everybody, you know, everybody's like, oh, Kango, hey! And everybody's in spacesuits. They all came out to see them. Um, and they're all waving at him, uh, saying, hey, let's go home. We don't want to be in space anymore. Um, and they're all joking about how they've warmed up to him. Uh, and Kango sticks out his hand. He's like, again, we have to do the thing now. Because uh, he hasn't done the handshake yet. Yeah, he hasn't. Yeah, he hasn't. And Gen's like, oh my god, Kango, dude. <laughs> Are you sure you're ready? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and Kango's yes. Kango's like, me. <laughs> Kango's like, yeah. I decided I wanted to do this next time I saw you. Uh, and they and they do the handshake. It's very good. It's very good. They're all friends. Um, yeah, and then and then Gen punches him in the shoulder, <laughs> and everybody's everybody in the crowd is like, aha, he did it! Finally, took long <laughs> enough. Um, because Gen is wearing the Forze suit, it, it cracks open Kingo's spacesuit, and he. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Kingo says that the Common Rider Club is officially active from this point on. Yeah. Can I just say I am very excited for like thirty episodes from now or whatever when the principal is going to tell Gen that friends suck ass and Gen. <laughs> 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 It's going to be great. Um, anyway, the next episode uh, we get the preview for is we meet the principal, not the chairman. Uh, oh, the right, yeah, the chairman is the, the red-eyes guy, yeah, yeah, and this is the principal. Yeah. Um, and it's about uh, Mira, who was the guy from the first episode, uh, trying to come back to school. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's like, ah, I can't go back to school. I was a monster. Yeah, you know, it's tough out there being a monster. Yeah. Trying to go back to school. He's like, I turned into a monster. WrestleMania 30. <laughs> which which song is that? I know it's Monster. It's by, I think, Imagine Dragons? 
Right. Yes. Okay. Sorry. I had to set it to or, the Daniel Bryan montage in my head to remember. Or like cold, cold play. Like, I'm pretty sure it's Imagine Dragons. I yeah. think you were at the first time. Anyway, it doesn't matter. That's the end of the episode. Um, do we have any questions, Ashley? Oh, uh, we do. Late era Coldplay and early Imagine Dragons are very <laughs> occupy the same space in your brain. What? They occupy the same space in your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that they're both kind of done by like them. <laughs> uh huh. Anyway, yeah. My I, dad I, fucking I said... loves Imagine Dragons. <laughs> I wouldn't expect that from your dad. Well. He watched the incredible Burt Wonderstone. Oh, there we go. <laughs> the, the ending uh, montage is set to I'm on Top of the World by Imagine Dragons. Oh, and we got okay. into him from that. Sure. Um, I said that these episodes are all about creeps. Creepy incels, creepy teachers, and the creepy feeling you're going to die alone on the mood. <laughs> I That's do hate it when I feel travel, like I'm going to die alone on the and mood. Lockers. Uh, <sighs> Matt, Michael L. Travis, thoughts on DC Comics character, The Creeper? I, I don't know who this is. Yeah. I feel blessed yeah, I, right I, now. What? I said I feel blessed right now. Yeah. Isn't uh, The Creeper he, like a classic Scooby-Doo monster? We also get a question about the the Scooby-Doo monster. Okay, good. Uh, I believe the, cre- yeah, the Creeper is a Flash villain, mostly. Okay. <laughs> what a What a true op for the flash to deal with he runs so fast but can he deal with someone who creeps god He's basically like a joker ripoff sure yeah uh to the point that he like they did a batman episode where he teamed up with the joker and the joker's like oh this guy oh sure does the flash have a villain whose power is being very slow i don't know enough i don't know anything about the flash like from what I know about like especially like modern versions of uh the like Flash's Rogue Gallery is like they're they lean a lot more on like him trying to actually help them. Right. Uh-huh. Than like say a Batman or even like a Superman. Sure. Like, you know, Superman definitely like wants Lex Luthor to be like a better person. Right, but I think Superman's also realistic about that not happening. Yeah, like there's like a lot of like panels and like bits and cartoons where like flash is like showing up to like a villain's like place like hey you doing good you doing okay <laughs> yeah 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 i mean i i watched justice league so i do remember that okay yeah that yeah, yeah. um yeah i don't also have any thoughts on the creeper <laughs> <laughs> uh and as for the scooby-doo one as asked by lady k hirsch i don't know he's they asked why uh just why it is so notable despite being a one-off scooby-doo creature I don't know. It's, you know, it's Frankenstein, basically. Yeah, and, like, he showed up in the, like, credits or whatever. They kind of made him, you know. Like, in my head, the Creeper is just, like, the Scooby-Doo monster. Oh, yeah. It it's because this guy got 20,000 reruns. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I've seen this Scooby-Doo episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they brought him back from Mystery Inc. Yeah. Um, And, like, a, the, you know, he is, like, if you want to, like, do a bit where you're like, oh, this this guy, you know, he's a classic Scooby-Doo thing. Right. The Creeper is a pretty easy one to do. Yeah. Even though we all know Space Ghosts or Space Kook. Space Kook is Ghosts. pretty good. Yeah. Although now I am imagining a situation where the Scooby gang has to deal with uh, Space Ghost. I'm pretty sure they have had that crossover. Have they? I'm looking it up. 
Um, I like. I think that they did a like comic of it. Oh, okay. Unfortunately, searching Scooby Doo Space Ghost just gets me a bunch of space kook. Uh, oh. Yeah, I, I, there is a like. I'm looking at a comic cover of Scooby Doo Team Up featuring Space Ghost. Oh yeah, because Space Ghost is a Hanna Barbera property, so that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Um. But yeah, I don't know. He's he's just like they needed a classic Scooby Doo one, and he is not descript enough to for it to be the thing. Yeah. Space um, Kook is a good design, though. Space Kook, like I, I've said this before, but like. He has the design that is very easy to translate across, like, multiple things. Uh-huh. Like, they did him in, a, like, one of the live-action movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, you know, he's shown up in Mystery Inc. Just a skull and a space helmet. What more could you want? What more could you want? Um, from at Dat Fire Princess, um, mostly for Molly. Yes. Um, I have a question. Does Molly like Mew so much because she liked Mandy and Mew is just Mandy? <laughs> No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely fucking not. Mew is nicer. Yeah. Um, it's because Mew owns. I I don't know what to tell you. If you if you don't understand, you don't understand. Yeah. yeah. I think Mew would fucking hate Mandy. Yeah. Like pre like uh pre handshake Mew would hate her like as like oh that's a rival that's a <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, like, I, if I cannot put you in my friend group, then, I, you know, you are a rival. You are an enemy. Uh, but now she'd hate her because, like, ugh, that was just me. <laughs> yeah, yikes. I feel like Mew would hate all of the Totally Spies cast. Rightfully so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, she might like Alex. Maybe. Maybe. A- Alex and Yuki have very similar energy. That's that is- true. Uh, from at Bookcase Queen ninety six, how would y'all get a terrifying trapped in space situation? I would uh, die. Probably die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, I am not well equipped for that. I feel like it would be yeah, like I am going to die, and it would be about like an hour of panic, and then get that out of my system. And be like, all right, well, I'm dying. Here we go. I mean, if I'm trapped in space, the fuck am I gonna do? Right. Yeah, like the worst thing would be like. Do I just wait here until I die of, like, hunger and or thirst? Yeah, or, like, open the airlock and just get it over with? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you gotta wait it out at least a while. Just a little pace, bit. You know? Yeah. Give rescuers I, I, a chance. Yeah, I, I've stated that, like, if I was in a Saw situation, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm dying now. I'm... Yeah. Uh, like, you know, it's like a whole thing, like... Uh, Oh, do you want you, you know, could you live with like having destroyed like you know like cut a saw into your like stomach? I'm like, eh, not real. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I, I'll just die. Yeah. I mm, trying to decide what would be worse between sawing open my own stomach or eating that goddamn marmite. <laughs> okay, Luke, you might want to pull it back a bit. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, the saw is probably worse. <laughs> probably. What, they destroy your Probably. stomach in different ways. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's probably worse, mm-hmm. I think. Um, someone asked how we're watching fourth, and I just said the deep web. Yeah, you know. Go find a uh, go find a torrent. It's yeah. you can do it. Steal shit. Uh, and then finally, from uh, fuck shit street. How uh, how comes guitar uh, guitar has so many switches in his life? How comes there's no doms or subs? All right. 
And then they immediately respond to that. Like, listen, it's literally within seconds of this sucks. I hated that. I wrote this. <laughs> I have no answer for you. And we just talked uh, about yeah. Mew. Like, what do you want? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's you true. You and Sean are right there. I, I don't know about Sean. <laughs> no, well, he's at the bottom. Saying to fill both sides. Yeah. Of it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see it more like maybe he has to like pretend to be top depending on like situations like if he was dating another person than you. Right. Maybe. He'd be like, yeah, I guess that. Yeah, no, it's me. I'm he would try. Dog. It wouldn't work. But yeah. 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 Anyway, um, any other questions? No, that's it. Luke, where can we find you on the Internet? You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. Uh, you can find other shows that do an audio entropy dot com. Uh, MCU complete me. I don't know. I don't know if we're getting a regular schedule going, but we put a Thor episode out, and we're we have plans to record a Black Panther episode, so it's mm-hmm. happening. Yeah, uh, it's a fun I, podcast. I, I am so glad that that's back. I, I have told Luke, but MCU complete me is legitimately one of my favorite podcasts. Yeah, that's very nice of you to say. I have fun doing it. Um, we also do Idle on Playtest. It's an actual play campaign. <laughs> Uh, with two different uh, sets of players. Uh, the episodes released in alternating weeks for the two campaigns. It is uh, to playtest an RPG that me and Molly have written. It's a good time. So many good things are happening. Great things are happening. It's such, Molly, a, it's such a pleasant experience right now. Molly walked up to me recently and just said something that happened on a recent recording. And like, you got to really in it, huh? Uh, yeah. We are in it. A lot, of, a lot of things going on at the moment. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I guess uh, if you go to twitch.tv slash videoentropy, you can see an archive of the Extra Life stream. You can watch me eat that Marmite. Right, yes, that is available. You could do that. Good. Yeah. If you want to really complete the running theme we had through this episode. <laughs> I would really rather not see it. Like, it just sounds like it sounds like it's bad on all levels for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. For viewers, for <laughs> God. participants. I, I tried to warn you. You, you did. You did. I didn't know food could hurt. Yeah. Ashley, where can we find you online? Food can always hurt. Yeah. But the, anyway, yeah, doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can find me at Uriah underscore Twitter and Dash on Tumblr. You can also find me at uh, patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley Give a Ashley fucking money. Fucking money. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with the Y-E-R. You can find me at audioentropy.com, idmail.com. That episode of the Amory score is finally up. Um, so go listen to that. It's about World of Lines, which is a song on the album Mirror the Black Rainbow. Um, still not done with that book. Mm. Really, uh, really taking our time to ingest it, you know? <laughs> uh-huh. Um... What else? What else? Uh, I'm on. I'm on Eidolon as well. Uh, Journal updated. Uh, Death of the Outsider episode is up now. Um, if you want to hear us talk about Death of the Outsider and how it's um, a little weird and it's bummer that they're not going to make any more Dishonored games, and that's just how it is, I guess. I would love yeah. if they made another Dishonored game. Like the stuff I mean, they do. Making, like Deathloop is basically another Dishonored game. Yeah, but it's not a Dishonored game. Sure. At the same time, I want to. I want to go back to the fucking whale punk world. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so all that stuff, um, you can find Journal Update over at Abnormal Mapping. Um, you could go to AutoEntropy.com. You can hit that donate button in the upper right-hand corner. Give us a little money for the website. Kill the hosting. 
you know, keep us online. Uh, appreciate everybody who has, everybody who will. Uh, tell your friends about our podcast. Tell your friends to watch Common Rider Forza. I think that'd be good. Yeah. I think people should do that. Uh, yeah, and, if they're into uh, that sort of thing. Listen to our show. <laughs> um, that's all I got. Ashley, get us out of here. Until next time, it's space time. And I think it's gonna be a long, long time. The touchdown brings me round again to find. I'm not the 